It has become clear that as of now, a Trump-Biden rematch would not look good for the Democrats, and so the search for a different candidate has begun, and there's some talk. Could we see a Hillary Clinton comeback? So back in 2020, everything kind of culminated perfectly together to take down Trump. He was heavily damaged by his handling of COVID, his popularity at an all-time low, and there was a historic mobilization of activists that got Biden into office. But now the political tides have severely shifted and Biden's approval rating is dropping further and further down. Obviously, you can speculate on why that is, lack of action, the burden of COVID that lasted longer than most people expected, or other reasons, but what is clear is it is not looking good for Biden if he were to try to run in 2024 for a second term, especially considering he would be 82 and there's some serious doubts about his mental capacity to serve for another four years. While polling still shows Biden being able to beat Trump in a head-to-head -head matchup, what these elections a lot of times come out to is voter turnout and the energy you're able to inspire amongst your base. So when you consider the variables we just talked about, as well as the fact that Trump has a pretty unique ability to energize his base and turn them out for an election, it's worrisome to say the least. And I now have a long running list of stories I want to cover in the future, but I'm going to add this to it. I want to do a deep dive on what the threat of a Trump second term looks like and why that's so concerning to me and why it's something we should all be working to avoid. But obviously the point of this video is to discuss something different, so we'll push that off to another day. So as of now in most political circles, people are operating under the assumption that Biden won't run and that naturally is going to bring up the question of who would run instead. When you take a quick glance at the current situation, you would say maybe Kamala Harris could run because she's the vice president, she's younger, might be the right person to run in his place. But as has become pretty widely known, she's very unpopular herself. The most recent poll I saw, she was at a 39% favorability, which is what you can consider to be in that unelectable number range. Now, polling can fluctuate dramatically over time, so ordinarily I wouldn't rule her out this early, but we did get a chance to watch her run for president in 2020, and that's where I start thinking she's definitely not somebody who could beat Trump. She clearly lacks the political skill, charisma, and campaigning ability to go against someone who's able to excite his followers to such an extent. Okay, so Kamala out. Who comes to your mind next? Well, the political pundits have been serving us up Pete Buttigieg. And before I continue on, let me just say in this video, a lot of my analysis is going to be from kind of this third person political pundit mindset, who would do best in a horse race, who has the best political skills, because I'm telling you as much as I, as a progressive, as a principled leftist, really want people to care more about policy and judge candidates based on what policy they would implement if they were in office, you'd be surprised how much the average voter gets caught up in the personality and the political horse race of it all instead of just drilling down on who has the best progressive policy or whatever policy lines up with their views. You can just trust me on that as much as we would want them to. A lot of voters just aren't aware of a lot of the policy flakiness and corruption that goes on with a lot of the candidates that we'll talk about in this video and that we'll talk about more broadly during this election. And the reason I bring that up right before Pete Buttigieg is the political pundits see him as just this amazing up and coming star. And you can definitely see it if you watch him speak. He's young and he speaks really well and has a very politician-y 
vibe about him. But of course, if you're a progressive who was going for Bernie in the primary, there was a lot of talk about how Pete Buttigieg kind of flip-flopped on which policies he supported in a way that seemed to be just based on where he thought he could find a lane in the Democratic primary instead of what he actually principally supported. And of course, there's similar problems with Kamala, but I'm trying to give you what is the political discourse in mainstream media and polling and beyond about who could run instead of Biden. So like I said, whenever people realize that Kamala is not a good choice, a lot of times the next person they float is Pete Buttigieg. And I think he's a bad choice as well because he's definitely not seen as someone who has the political experience to be president. Now we do live in the era of Trump who had zero political experience. And I definitely think you don't have to be this lifelong politician to run for president. But I think a young candidate like him would only be seen as viable if he had a one or two more major positions after transportation secretary. Plus, it's not like he has amazing polling and there's this groundswell of support for him to run again. Now, after you get through those three, there's less uniformity in mainstream media about who is being talked about. So I'll just say a little bit of my opinion, and I will admit this is a tough situation right now to be in as Democrats, because if we were in the same situation back in 2020, it would be the perfect time for Bernie to run and likely win the nomination. And what I mean by that is if there was a similar level of baggage on the centrist candidates and lack of belief that they could win amongst the public as there is now, I think Bernie would have a really good chance of winning the Democratic nomination. And then obviously I think he could win against Trump. So if similar variables had culminated during his first or second run, I think that would have led him to being the Democratic nominee. But because this is all happening now, I don't think Bernie could run for a third time at his age with all the political damage that has been done to him. And it's just not a good look to run for three times in a row. Usually people want to support candidates that they feel like can win. And when they just watch them lose twice, that doesn't help their case. So as you can see, we're in a pretty difficult situation. Sometimes my mind goes to Gavin Newsom, even though I have a lot of problems with him. Of course, he's the California governor and he did recently have that pretty difficult recall election that he got through, but it did do some political damage on him. But I just think if he were to run and make a good impression on the electorate, he would have a better chance than Biden, Harris, or Buttigieg because he has the proper experience being a governor, even though, like I mentioned, I don't like a lot of the things he's done as governor. And then he also kind of has that young politician presidential vibe, but that would also be an uphill climb and he'd have to run a heck of a campaign because as of now, he does not have the national status or support he would need to have to defeat Trump. So this brings us to the headline of this video, and that is the Wall Street Journal, as well as other publications, but we'll read from the Wall Street Journal, has said, you know who the American people are really craving to hear from again? Hillary Clinton. Now I'll just say up front, I think this is an absolutely horrible idea, but let's just read from this article first and then we'll see how we feel. A perfect storm in the Democratic Party is making a once unfathomable scenario plausible a political comeback for Hillary Clinton in 2024. Several circumstances, President Biden's low approval rating, doubts over his capacity to run for re-election at 82, Vice President Kamala Harris's unpopularity, and the absence of another strong Democrat to lead the ticket in 2024 have created a leadership vacuum in the party which Ms. Clinton viably could fill. She's already in an advantageous position to become the 2024 Democratic nominee. She's an experienced national figure who is younger than Mr. Biden, that's a low bar, and can offer a different approach from the disorganized and unpopular one the party is currently taking. 
I'm sorry, but I feel like this is the establishment just trying to shove her down our throat one last time. Of course, there was people who really, really loved her and supported her to no end, but I feel like a lot of people who supported Hillary Clinton as myself in 2016, it was kind of this, oh, I don't want to support her. Oh, that's the alternative? Okay, I'll support her. And to address one of the points they made in the Wall Street Journal article, they called her an experienced national figure. Yes, that's absolutely true, but what is her most recent experience as a national figure? Losing to Donald Trump. Now, I think Hillary behind the scenes is absolutely freaking that people are starting to talk about this. This is all she ever wanted is to get another try. But please, for the sake of all of us, don't run and please don't let her get the nomination. Everything that made Donald Trump's campaign successful in 2016, he would just get to replay and do it all over again because he would be running against Hillary. And that was whenever he was at his best politically, attacking her was what fueled his rise to power. And I absolutely think it would do it again. And reading through some of these articles about who will be the Democratic nominee in 2024 really made me think about the fact that the media has such an interesting ability to start conversations that will lead to real world outcomes. Because come on, if you're in political circles, nobody was talking about Hillary running in 2024. That is something that only journalists who exist purely in the Washington bubble would think up. And so when consuming media, just be mindful of that. Is this something that came from the grassroots and then is being reported on? Or are we being told stories proactively about how we probably feel and then we're going, wait, do, do we want Hillary? Maybe, maybe I do want Hillary to run president again. So my answer to this prospect is no, we can find somebody else. Just don't let it be Hillary again. So speaking of who that could be, I've heard some progressives say, what if AOC could run? And honestly, I do think she has the ability to do big things in the future, but I just think she comes off too young right now and hasn't had enough time in the national spotlight establishing herself as a political figure that could appeal to the broader Democratic Party as well as the country at large. And I don't even want to give much time or thought to this, but a lot of centrists have said, what about Amy Klobuchar? In her last presidential race, I don't even think the people who supported her liked her. And I think there's a similar story with Elizabeth Warren. I personally like her a lot more than Amy Klobuchar, but she also doesn't have the likability as a presidential candidate just based on her 2020 run to really stand any chance. So as you can see, there really aren't any obvious options and that's why the prospect of Hillary is even being considered. But I personally really like Raphael Warnock as well as John Ossoff, the two senators who got into the Senate during that special election in Georgia. They both are that right age range and a really good charisma and good policies so far that we've seen but the only unfortunate thing is they just got into the senate and so it'd be a little quick to turn around and run for president but i do think a john ossoff or a raphael warnock would have a better chance against Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis than Biden, Harris, Buttigieg, Clinton, Klobuchar, Warren, and more than any of them would have. I think a Warnock or Ossoff could actually do better. They would just have to run really good campaigns where they establish themselves as president material, as well as from now until then, do some more nationally covered policy moves or make really big political statements because they do need to raise their profile a little bit more if they're gonna have a chance. But besides all those names I listed, I haven't either heard other ones being floated or thought of them myself as a real option that could win. And so please let me know if I left someone out that you think could both win the nomination as well as beat Trump because we're in a scary situation right now and we definitely need to find someone who can win over the American people in the next few years. Here's what else you need to know today. Reporting has come out showing that Andrew Cuomo is thinking about running for attorney general of New York. And I know what you're thinking, Luke, the same Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, that guy. 
American politics is so weird. A breakthrough happened in nuclear energy in the UK that doubled the generation and sustaining ability of the energy produced, which is extremely hopeful for the future of clean energy. And finally, 19% of Spotify users say they have canceled or will cancel their subscription due to the Joe Rogan controversies, which I was blown away by and sort of suspect it's a trend thing that people will go back on and eventually resubscribe, but we'll see. That's pretty unbelievable. Be well, everybody.